Today's episode is sponsored by the 2023 Rhode Island Business Summit, presented by Stella Business Concepts on September 21st at the Event Factory in Warwick, Rhode Island. Join us to connect with B2B vendors, amazing networking opportunities, and guest speakers like Patricia Raskin, who will talk to you about podcasting for your business, leadership with Mary Sullivan, or customer retention with me, Erica Sicoccio, and more. We have panelists, and we also have a very fun, amazing Lunch and Learn with Rhode Island comic Poppy Champlin. Tickets are on sale now. Visit our website at www.stellabusinessconcepts.com. See you there. Hey guys, it's Erica Scoscio here with Practical Biz Podcast. We're so excited that you tuned in today. Um, so today's guest, we're going to talk a little bit um, with Jason from New England Mobile Fleet Services. Um, so let's be honest, like starting your business requires many things. It requires a business plan, financing, research, focus, drive, all those things. But before you put any of those things into place, you have to take a leap of faith and just give it a shot. So um, Jason's going to talk to us a little bit about how he became an entrepreneur and um, where that road has brought him uh, to today. So Jason, welcome to the show. Thank you. So tell our audience a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your business. All right. So my name is Jason. Um, I live in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, you know, originally from Massachusetts. Uh, just trying to, you know, provide a little bit of extra income and eventually replace my income with, you know, my entrepreneur. And we saw uh, opportunity at, you know, something that I've done as a living, as a mechanic that, you know, uh, we could help multiple people, multiple companies, and that's where we started about nine months ago. Okay. So tell us, what does your company do? All right. So we uh, we do offer commercial and personal pressure washing and detailing. Um, we do fleet washing, which is like commercial trucks, and then we do personal cars detailing, and we do house washes if they come, and then uh, commercial property cleaning and sanitizing. Okay, so being a mechanic, you were under the trucks a lot, yep. and saw they were really, really dirty, right? And so you saw a need on a way for people to maybe better protect their investment, especially for those you don't know. We live in New England, and the salt and sand can definitely eat away at your vehicle. So um, you know, getting the undercarriage and all of that clean on a regular basis as well as the sides of your vehicle, are certainly important in the area that we live in. Um, so tell us a little bit, like, how did you get started? So it wasn't like that was your passion to become, you know, the power washer, or was it? I, I don't know. Uh, so it was like a little side hobby that I was, you know, I'd pressure wash my house, my driveway, you know, a couple of things here and there. But um, originally our company didn't start that way, as you said. You know, we started as a mobile mechanic repair facility for tractor trailers and box trucks like of the commercial trucking company uh, because that's what I do for a living 
and have for over 20 years. So that's how we originally started, but uh, it wasn't really... I was doing it during the day, so I wanted to try to maybe do something different. And the pressure washing and the fleet washing and all that, uh, like you said, we live in New England. You want to get that sand, salt, and stuff off the trucks. So, and they have a lot of road grime from going, you know, miles and miles down the road with all those bugs on them and all that stuff. So we, uh, we gave it a shot. We bought some used equipment, you know, to start because of capital. But, um... It ended up working out really well for us. We ended up nailing some big accounts within our first month. Congrats. So I think you said something really interesting um, that I think some people lose sight of. So you started out small and you started it being a side a side thing to kind of test it out. And then you found that what you originally thought was the direction you were going to go after you worked some numbers, you decided to go in a different direction. Yeah, absolutely. So like... Um, between the investment that I would have to put in to do the mobile repair, um, just with the insurance alone, mm-hmm. um, I was paying triple the amount for the insurance for mobile repair as I was for just the pressure washing and mobile, you know, detailing and stuff like that. So, and then you also said that you bought used equipment, which I think from as a business coach would be something I would absolutely recommend to somebody who is just starting out, especially if it wasn't something or field you were already in, like you're a mechanic, but you hadn't been doing power washing or, or detailing for years and years and years. Like, so it was a great way to do a small investment. What did you say how much you, you spent for that equipment? So originally my, my first of, uh, piece of equipment that I bought used was a hundred dollars. hundred bucks guys. So um, my initial investment was $500. Okay. So, you know, and the machine was most of it, you know. And then I bought odds and ends like garden hose, pressure okay. hose, the gun, um, chemicals to start. And then uh, the pressure washer was really the biggest investment to start as one piece. Okay. Um, and then the insurance. That's I had to make sure I had insurance to do the commercial trucks. Yep. Which uh, I ended up, like I said, I was triple what I was and am now. So <laughs> yeah. So you found that by signing with a small investment, you were able to turn that money over how many times? Uh, so my initial investment was $500 with the machine. It was a hundred. And then within my first month, I made uh, $6,000. Okay. And you've been in business for how many months? Eight to nine months, eight to nine months. So I would say by the end of the year, what do you what do you feel like that five hundred dollar investment will have made you by the end of the year? So, so in the eight months that it has made me, um, it's already made me forty thousand dollars. Forty thousand dollars. So that's almost doubled your income from yeah, your yeah. from your from your day job. So, mm-hmm. um, what would you say uh, when you first started this the side business? Did were friends and family supportive or not? Well, so like. They just knew that I've I've always like been a hustler my whole life. I've always been trying to, you know, I've had multiple jobs at one time, you know, or I've always been fixing cars on the side while mm-hmm. I work for during the day. So they weren't surprised that I was going to try to do something. <laughs> you don't say. Um, but the fact was is that I've had you know my son came out and started helping me for starts. So like so he was like technically my first employee besides myself. That's awesome. So as part of the investment, when I made my operating agreement, I made him a partner. Fantastic. So how old is your son? So he's 12. I, lo- I absolutely love that. I love that. I think it instills good work 
ethic. Um, also shows your children how to make money. Also shows your children how to be their own boss. And then also the hard work that it comes behind being an entrepreneur because it looks real flashy and real cool on social media, <laughs> right? Um, but um, I think there's a, a greater deal of understanding and appreciation. Um, here at, uh, at my school, my daughter works for me. And she now is a director, but she started uh, working here as soon as she could legally at 16. And now she's 24. And she had to do two years in every classroom before she could be a, a, a director of any kind. Just to really understand what's what's the day-to-day. What is What does it really look like behind the scenes, right? Because when you're, your kid's little and they're growing up, they just see you like, going to work and making money and that, you know, not all the steps in between. So I I think that that's a a great, uh, great thing. I think the other thing that entrepreneurs um, often face is your friends and family sometimes are the ones that try to talk you out of. That's why I asked you. Um, Sometimes that happens because they know just do a job that's secure, that's secure. And I'm thinking like right now as we're heading into recession, is that secure? Because you could walk in tomorrow at your other job and get a pink slip. The company could be bought out, right? Yeah. So I always feel like when you're an entrepreneur, though scary and risky, you also know where you're at. You know if money's coming in, if it's not coming in. You don't walk in your own business and get a pink slip out of nowhere, right? Yeah, it's so not you a big know surprise. That. Yeah, yeah, it's not a big surprise. Yeah. You know where your company is. Um, so what inspires you to, to keep going? Well, so my, my, my initial start was to try to replace my 9 to 5 job so that Eventually, I don't have to answer to anybody but myself, you yeah. know, and then as long as it's providing for my family, you know, that's all I needed to do, you know, mm-hmm. and me control when I go in, when I don't, you know, obviously, um, you, <laughs> you know. can tell you, you're not 100% all, <laughs> all entrepreneur yet because you still yeah. have that security because I wish that were true. So mm-hmm. there might be a little more flexibility, but I, I assure you once, once you are all in entrepreneur, you're still answering to people and it's not as flexible as you, as you yeah. think. <laughs> it's, it's just a different crowd. Of it people. is definitely. De- <laughs> yes. Yes. We can agree on that. Yeah. Um, so how do you, how do you like keep your, how do you keep motivated about keeping your business moving forward as we talk about, you know, the recessions coming, like, how do you feel about that? Do you feel that will impact your business? So one of, one of the benefits is, is I work with a lot of commercial accounts for that reason is that you know multi-million dollar companies that you know what i'm charging them to wash a truck is pennies to them sure so but to me it's a big deal because it makes so much big of a difference for me as a small company but uh, like that's the advantage is multi-million dollar companies they don't bat an eye for what i'm charging because sure if they go to like one of those commercial truck wash companies down the road, like off the side of the highway, they yeah. double or triple what I charge. Okay. So you're where you are priced in the market. You yeah. Feel I'm, I'm comfortable. very, com- yeah, I'm okay. very competitive. What would you say your biggest business mistake was since you started? Uh, not starting soon enough. Okay. You know, I wish I had made it a legit business and started a long time ago or even just a year ago would make a huge difference from where I am today. Yeah. But, oh, you, but you did yeah, it, though. Yeah, yeah. You did it, right? There's it, some people today listening right now who have still been on the fence, are still on the fence, have been thinking about opening a business for one year, two years, three years, and they, they haven't taken that leap like you have, yeah. you know? Um, so your advice to them would be... Just do it. Just do it. Just it, do it. Start it now. Even yeah. if it doesn't make you a prop the first year, yeah. at least you'll get your feet wet and you'll get into where you need to be and you'll, you'll learn. 
you know, because the first couple of years is a huge learning curve for yeah. you. And uh, it'll just go up from there. Yeah. And I, I feel like, too, as, as a business that has been successful and been in business for 14 or 15 years, I'm still learning every day. And I feel like industries change, technology changes, the lots of changes, no matter what industry you're in, um, they change. So we'll all continue to grow. We'll always make mistakes. And um, it doesn't have to be perfect, but I think you hit, hit the nail on the head. You have to start, right? You have mm. to start. Um, what's your biggest accomplishment? So as, you know, one of the biggest things that I'm happy with is that it's a family-owned, you know, started company that, you know, eventually the plan is that once I can't do it anymore, now the son can, you know, hopefully keep it going and growing and eventually make it a, you know, multiple truck or multiple unit, you know, um, mobile fleets, you know. And maybe if he opens like a, a garage that he can do, stationary mobile and still do um detailing and then still do the mobile stuff all together like that's the long-term goal yeah so let me ask you a question when you had talked about your pricing um and i can't help this is just the way my brain works as a business (laughs) coach so when you think about your pricing like how did you determine for those new people out there like oh i want to do the service i don't really know what to charge how did you determine what you were going to charge um that your your customers your your commercial accounts because you said you're you're very very competitive yes. yeah so, so how did you come up with your pricing so my competitive pricing that what I did is I went and I looked at where the closest commercial truck wash service place is um, and then I looked at their pricing and then I looked at what it's going to cost me what I in my mind what I wanted to make per hour okay what my chemicals what all my supplies are going to cost me and if I hired a helper to help me besides like including paying my son and then if I had someone else helping me because once you wash 10 trucks yeah it takes you a while sure I'm sure you it know? does so especially those big an average truck what is that like four to six hours oh and well do you so, do the inside so too? we don't do the inside okay so we offer that service but a okay. lot of them don't do it because their drivers do that okay so what we do is we just do an exterior wash okay and um we just do it takes about an hour hour and 20 minutes per truck okay okay um and then it takes about, you know, if if we're using the customer's water, which is very common in this trade, mm-hmm. is that, you know, it uses about two gallons to wash one truck. Okay. So you said some really great things that I don't want people to gloss over. So the first thing was you looked at your competition to see what the ranges were. Yep. Then you didn't just stop there because sometimes people do that. You looked at your costs and you said, okay, this is my labor because I, I find a lot of people – that's where they kind of rip themselves off. They don't consider their time and labor. So you looked at your labor, you looked at your expenses, you looked at your equipment, the wear and tear on that, the chemicals, etc. So you did research and then you did you broke down all of your costs and then how much you want to make in a profit, which makes sense, which is why you are profitable, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, so thank you for sharing that definitely with the listeners. Um did you or are you putting together like a process systems operations like so that because you said it's you and then your son and then, you know, someone else. So how do you make sure that the process is duplicated correctly and your customers get the same experience no matter who is doing their truck? So what we do is we have a system, you know, um, one guy will soap the truck, one guy will brush the truck and another guy will rinse the truck. Okay. So, you know, we have... So and you work like a team. Yeah. So, okay. So like it's me 
um, my son and my brother. Okay. So like that's usually our team. And then occasionally I have some other older kids that come help me that are, you know, they come when they can or when they want, sure. you know, depending on how much trucks I have to do. Because on average, currently right now, I do about 100 trucks a month. Okay. So you're on the job site. So you're yeah, like quality yeah, control. Yeah, yeah. So right now, that's how you're able to make yeah. sure that you maintain consistency, quality, customer experience, because you're still at that level where you're on the yeah, job site. Yeah, I'm okay. still working. Yeah. Okay. Really. So I'm there every single day, you know. Um, so I'm usually the soaper and I, you know... My son brushes them, and then my brother rinses them. That's usually the okay. path that we go. Okay. And then we hand wash certain spots that are hard to get. You can't get with the brush. You know, so, like, there are certain things that we have to – we'll let the truck dry for a little bit. We'll, we'll move on to the next one, and then if we have to, we'll go back and spot the other one. Okay. So, so, you, so you're basically doing that quality control, making sure everything looks, you know, looks good. Um, where do you see yourself in two to five years? Well, so my – my two to five year plan is eventually that, you know, I want to do this full time okay. and I want to replace my nine to five and hopefully have something big enough that I can, when my son comes of age to work there for the summer, you know, for the whole summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what we'll do is we'll have like, um, they have trailers that, you know, we'll build and put together for our needs. Okay. And that way, um, Eventually, we can move it around from place to place and not rely on the customer's water, or I'll gain customers that don't have access to water. Okay. So that's our long-term goal. So how much of your time, because you work a full-time job, and you also are part of the operations for your company, how much of your time do you have set aside to actually work on your business, and what does that look like? So what we do, so like as I'm in the field working with the trucks, it takes me about 20 to 30 hours a month for that. And then I have about 10 hours that I post social media. I check out, you know, what our competition's doing. Um, I research new techniques, different chemicals. Um, So like I'm prospecting for new customers. Yeah, yeah, Uh yeah, exactly. You know, and then seeing... Um, outreaching to certain people, and then I advertise a little bit on Yelp, a little bit on Facebook, and we also do like house washing in commercial properties as well. We don't really, we haven't, truck washing is our main mm-hmm. source of revenue, so sure. that's what we focus on. The sure, most. yeah, okay. So, well, before we wrap it up, um, I got uh, one more question for you. What is your biggest piece of advice for someone who's on the fence? Um, or maybe has had a change in their job due to COVID. Um, maybe they're not working, or maybe they're thinking about doing a business. What would be maybe one piece of advice besides do it? Um, what would be one other piece of advice you would give them? Make sure you do your research. Uh, make sure you have all the information you need to start your business, and to make sure that you know the trade or industry that you're going into, because when you have the knowledge, you will outrank a lot of the people that you're going against. Okay. Um, so for those, uh, do you only do Rhode Island? Do you do Mass, Connecticut? No, so, so we do Mass in Rhode Island as of right now. Okay. Um, we're trying to expand into Connecticut. Okay. Um, I have my hands out and I have talked to numerous companies in both Rhode Island, Mass, and Connecticut. And 
waiting to see where the contracts land. Okay. And who would, uh, what type of companies uh, would be your ideal client? Uh, so, like, we do uh, a lot of, like, trucking companies. Okay. Like, um, commercial box trucks, um, tractor trailers. Uh, we do, like, bucket trucks. Like, all, like, the commercial-grade trucks. Okay. All right. So, look at the camera. Uh, give your uh, give our listeners a little bit of contact informa- uh, information on how they can reach you. All right. So, you can reach me by phone number at 401 288 one seven nine nine, or you can email me at jason at nemfs dot net. That's our website. If you go to the website, it has a link tree, and um, that's where all of our contact information would be as well. We have Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We're slowly getting on all the platforms. Okay. All right. So if you like this content, we ask that you subscribe. Write in the comments below. Let us know what you think about this episode and uh, any comments that you think might be great for the next episode. Thank you for tuning in. Have a good day. Are you a business owner? Are ready to get your startup? Well, started. Have a burning question you'd like us to answer? Want to know more about the services we offer? Or register for upcoming workshops and events? Looking to book a guest speaker? or would like to be a guest on the Practical Biz Podcast, visit our website at stellarbusinessconcepts.com.